on this DLC installment of Show Me Your News. Persona 5's Joker is revealed for Challenger Pack 1, our one-weekend impressions of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and the timing of future DLC announcements in the Mail Time segment. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show Me Your News! Greetings, Smash fans, and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate. Before Super Smash Bros. Ultimate launched, we were your weekly weekend podcasting source, recapping the biggest news in anticipation of the game. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, first up, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. Yep, it's me, and it's not Tony. Uh, we'll be splitting our records this time around. Yeah, different uh, topics this time around. We were thinking, you know, later in the month, we're going to try to go to Louisville, where Tony is, and we're going to try to record a, a video review. And that's where we'll give our, like, deep dive impressions of the game. Uh, but we were also thinking, like, we can record shorter sort of episodes here and there to talk about the different DLC announcements and kind of, like, mini hype cycles for that, if you will. We definitely have one starting here with Challenger Pack 1 announced, but that's more of a Tony and I thing to gush about. And also our schedules are so messed up. I'm right now in a noisy hotel room in Texas. And I'm on three hours of sleep. Yeah, so uh, different restrictions there. Super, while you're here, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about just the earliest impressions. We're one week after launch of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Just wanted to kind of get a sense of where you're at in your save file. So my save file is currently sitting at most unlocked. I don't even know who I don't have right now. Mm. Uh, there is a vast majority of the cast I have not played. And my classic mode, I just started kind of rolling through a little bit. And today was actually the first time I even looked at Spirit Board. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite the thing. I'm right now going through that. Uh, and they're having this spectacles uh, thing going mm -hmm. on right now where characters with glasses show up more and you get some bonus. It's a neat little seasonal event. I, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I really like those little bits. Uh, though with it being all about spirits, I'm a little bit less like inclined to go to it like hardcore like some of our completionist friends uh, uh. are. The main thing right now for me is kind of feeling out World of Light and figuring out what routing I'll need to do, because I do really feel like this could be a fun speed game. But it also comes across as a almost four-hour speedrun right now. It's It would be pretty long. You're going all over the map, that's for sure. Yeah, there's got to be some really good routing to get to the better spirits, but I really hope it doesn't like devolve into get to spirit that has launched our get to uh, be villager mm, yeah. and just cheese everything out that way. Yeah. How far are you in uh, world of light? I have faced my first spirit of darkness. Okay. So there's, there's some events that happen and you get to play. So against instead of puppets of light, there are some puppets of darkness to fight now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a, it's, it's definitely more than just that first world. And it's kind of things that we picked up on. When it was all the, the spoiler leak discussion, mm -hmm. uh, that's for sure. I don't think there's too much for me to say that, that was there was too much of a spoiler. 
But one thing I will spoil is that, damn, it was really nice. They hit that uh, HD Donkey Kong Country map. Oh, yeah. And I laughed hard when I entered the Street Fighter 2 map. <laughs> that was really good, too. Yeah, there, there were great, great little touches uh, throughout World of Light. I 100% completed World of Light. Took me just over 22 hours. Uh, so, yeah, it's a beefy, beefy campaign. And honestly, my 100% completion cleanup after the final boss was... I had three characters left. I had Robin, I had Richter, and I had Ken. And they were all <laughs> confined in one of those dungeons. And uh-huh. uh, I, then I had one <laughs> I had one fight, I think, still in the Temple of Light. Even though there was a star on it in the, the World of Light map, Yeah, uh, I still had one left. It was like the Terrakion, Verizion, and Cobalion oh, fight. Yeah, I got that. And it was like, had that one just sitting... In there, I'm like, it took me probably in half an hour to go through the map. I'm like, what? There's it says one more. Like, I've got one more to do. So that was interesting. <laughs> I've uh, unlocked the characters fully twice on two different profiles. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. So that was the first night was powering through, and the second night was right, I'll do some on World of Light, and then I do some here and there. And so the first one was like. I don't want to do like all the SDs and ruin my stats on my own profile. So I just did a, a burner and then, yeah, and to finally do it on mine was, was rewarding. I still have to go through a lot of classic mode, uh, all the challenges. There's still so much to do. Uh, so yeah, lots and lots to still play. So much to do, so much to see. Yeah. Yeah. This is easily, uh, surpassed brawl as a, a favorite game of mine. I know brawl had a lot of sentimentality with the original, uh, mm-hmm. show me your news, but. This is just a much, much better game overall, and I, I think it's, it's right now at the number two slot all time for me. Yeah. Smash 4 is fundamentally a bad game. Like, at its core, it's a bad game. On the Wii U. 3DS is still a good game. But Brawl was fundamentally a good game. Ultimate's fundamentally an amazing game. Yeah. Like, there's so much single-player content to sink your teeth into. You could binge on it, or there's enough there that you could do, like, quick little snaps. Mm-hmm. The spirit board especially is good for this. Like, oh, oh I God, only yeah. have five minutes. What am I going to do for five minutes to feel like I'm going to do something in Smash? Head on over the spirit board and fight something you don't have yet. I'm going through it now, and it's just, yeah, it's an amazing way to kill time. And the gameplay is really, really fun. It's definitely much more um, higher stakes, hot paper, scissors than ever before. <laughs> yeah. Because for two games straight, the defensive options were the better thing to choose. And well, yeah, in melee, the offensive option was kind of the better option to choose as long as your tech was there. And here in ultimate, I'm definitely feeling like no option is completely overpowered mm-hmm. because of the uh, the changes that were made because of the shoving mechanic and yeah. the new air dodge system that doesn't make air dodging broken, nor does it make it the best option all the time. Yeah, it's just an excellent experience all around. Uh, we can't wait to talk about it more when we do our video review. But I just wanted to kind of get you in here for, for some thoughts before Tony and I gush about this first DLC character. You gotta be joking me. Yeah, we, we, just, we just never saw it coming. Uh, of course, a reminder to people out there. I'm sure many of you have, but if you have not redeemed your Piranha Plant code, if you bought the game digitally, you need to find your email. If you do Gmail, it's probably in your promotions tab. Uh, the email of when you bought the game digitally. It's like, thank you for buying super smash brothers ultimate is the, the subject 
Your code is down in that email. It's hidden there if you bought the game digitally. If you got the physical cartridge, you need to earn your My Nintendo Gold coins for it. So you go to the home screen, you press the plus start button when you're hovering over Smash Brothers Ultimate, earn points for this software. You do that, then you eventually get the email with it. So make sure to do that before I think it was, what, January 31st is the deadline for that? Mm. Just want to make sure that people uh, do that. Otherwise, yeah, we're going to try to get our butts down to Louisville at the end of the month and see Tony, have some matches, maybe record some, and at least do our video review. It's kind of just up in the air in flux, but we're looking forward to it. <laughs> I was thinking about routing for World of Light. You and I have to do some routing for... <laughs> that's a five to six hour trip for both of us. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be pretty crazy. Well, super thanks for the time. We'll let you go on your, your busy schedule. Get some more sleep, man. No, <laughs> I got too much shit to do. Yeah, well, and we'll catch up soon, all right? All right, man. Peace out. This is Joker. I've infiltrated the theater. So you know that we you never see it coming. You see a river in a dialect. The lovers in a lost head. There's song we know that dies. See what they're made for. Back here with. Tony Mattingly, you may know him as Tony TH. Tony, it's exciting times for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's crazy, man. So where are you at in your save file, just out of curiosity? Here's the thing with World of Light. I don't know. <laughs> Why is it so big? It's very big, and then it's bigger than you even realize. I jump in and out of it so much. I know a lot of people that, like, that's all they're doing. Mm -hmm. I just do, like, a handful of spirits and jump out. And I think I've played it. I think my timer count is like five to seven hours or something. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I feel like I haven't done a fucking thing in this game. I just 100%ed it and it took me 22. Dear God. So, like, there's a lot. When it talks about, you know, total character spaces or whatever, there's like 615 total. So, kind of judge that based on your percentage Ugh. of what you got to do. There's, it's a whole lot, but I take it you're enjoying it so far, the game overall. I don't think I like World of Light, but everything else, yes. <laughs> well, it's it's good that you're enjoying the game as a whole. But yeah, I mean, World of Light has its ups and downs. It, there's no balance. It's either very easy or pretty easy, and then it's like, what the hell? Like this is, this is way too hard, and I'm not having fun. So yeah, I, I hear you. Also, I want to make the argument that unlocking characters isn't really that fun. Mm -hmm. it, it's like he wanted them to constantly show up, which is a good idea. Yeah, but uh, I don't think they made it fun. Well, they just tweaked the balance if you were trying to power through it and like some people were like having a difficult time. I and mean, there's reports of like Armada was having some tough issues with some characters. But oh, man, I don't even mind that part of it. But mm -hmm. yeah, I got my fucking teeth kicked in on. Yeah. Some of those. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I think they just how tweaked the I balance just, a little bit. How come I just can't Bowser F smash charge and win? What the <laughs> fuck's know. going on? Why won't they walk into my forward smash? <laughs> Gimpy would be proud, but for all the single-player content, like, I usually use smaller, faster characters mm -hmm. like Mario or Sonic or Fox or Pikachu or something like that. But uh, for all the single-player content, I'm like, man, got to have that big, beefy Bowser boy. 
I'm really liking Bowser. Super's using Bowser for uh, World of Light, and I beasted through it with Donkey Kong. So yeah, the heavies are the way to go, I think. I think so, too. But we're here to talk about Challenger Pack 1. The first DLC character got stealth announced at the Game Awards on December 6th. And man, is it right at our heartstrings. I want to play a clip. Before we go into it, I want to play a clip of us from episode 22. This was mid- November, and we talked about a certain character. Someone I think has a very low chance, uh, but man, I'd be I'd be so excited. You could make the argument that it, it's it's higher than low, but yeah, man, Joker Persona Five in Smash. Let's fucking go. Why couldn't it be? I don't know. Like, it's all a matter when we talk about Nintendo and now they're choosing the DLC. Is promoting Persona in their best interest. It is because they, it's not like they don't get along. Persona Q is coming out on 3DS like this year. Yeah. Next year. I don't know when. Uh, end of this year. Also, like, and here's the thing, dude, and I would freak out for this. It is 100% a possibility right now. They could fucking be working on a Switch port for P5. That thing ran on PS3. It can absolutely run on Switch. There's no reason Persona 5 can't run on the Switch. I would buy that again so hard. And you can also tell that people were pointing out in different commentaries, like Sakurai is clearly taking inspiration from Persona 5 in his menu design. Mm -hmm. Like you look at the different angles and shit for like the challenge board, like that oozes like that kind of style. I think Persona is 100% possible, especially if they're working on a port of four or five. They can put four on the Switch and I buy it again. Like it's, and, and that would be really easy too. Oh, yeah. Like it's completely possible. Uh, and they are working together like right now, like Persona Q. But I think it'd be bigger odds if they wanted to promote like a P5 Switch port or something, mm. which, like I said, 100% could be ma- being made right now. I would not be surprised. Yeah. So, yeah, Joker. From Persona 5 is the first DLC character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, when I tell you that as a fact, Tony, like your first thoughts. You know, what's funny is you were like a stealth drop and I'm like, haha, snake. And I'm like, no, he's already there. And that's kind of crazy, too. <laughs> Man, I don't even know. I still can't believe that happened. That was some shit. I know everyone's talked about it to death, but the way they did it was utterly perfect. It was flawless. Yeah. Nobody was thinking about it. So let's kind of go into it a little bit. Just when the trailer happens, it's, it's Jeff Keeley wrapping up and saying, oh, we've got, we're going to wrap things up with the final award and have an orchestra present. And then lights go out. It goes black, static on the screen. And then take your heart. Just kind of walk me through your emotions uh, watching that trailer. Like anytime the lights go out, in that kind of situation, you're like, ooh, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Persona 5, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like perplexed. I'm like, y'all came out last year. What are you doing here? It's probably the last thing you expected, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. And I'm like, oh, let's have another dance game. Like, I don't know. I'm, I think a lot of people thought port yeah. like to switch. Yeah. I'm just watching it. I don't know what to expect. And then that fucking letter turned around and I just started jumping up and screaming and probably uh, woke up my neighbors because it was very late. My fiance did too. Oh, good, good. It's so funny. She's never played before, but um, she's trying to get good at Isabel, but mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to learn. <laughs> like 
most of us have played it since we were like little kids or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We both just, just screamed. I was like, what the fuck? Like I just, it was just my natural reaction was to jump up and down, yeah. which, which I feel like I haven't had since like cloud or something, but I just wasn't even thinking about it. Dude, it was totally a cloud moment. I mean, it wasn't even like, was the cloud moment like during a smash thing or th- during a Nintendo direct at least. Right. End of a Nintendo direct. Yeah. These motherfuckers are like, here's prod plant. And we're like, okay. And they're like, we haven't done shit. <laughs> we haven't started a DLC character. We're finishing this game first. And I'm like, okay, we going to get piranha plant. And then it's going to even be longer after piranha plant before we're even thinking about this shit. And to be at a VGAs where it's not like a Nintendo centric event or anything. And I'm waiting for Metroid Prime. The whole Everyone time. was saying Metroid Prime 4. Metroid Prime Trilogy coming to Switch. Also, what's funny about the whole thing, too, is I think for a lot of us and a lot of people listening to this, probably, that we're watching that. Oh, man, if you didn't watch that live, like, I feel Oof. sorry for you, too. Oh, yeah. No, and not that if you didn't give a shit, like, I don't blame you, but, like, it can't be, like, equated to anything else. Like, it was just amazing. Or I at least hope that you were able to save yourself the surprise and didn't have, like, an article or some someone's social media post ruin it for you. Yeah. Because, oh, man, that was special. For me... That was the greatest video game announcement that I've ever been personally affected by. That's no exaggeration. Like, it was the best. My favorite games right now stand as top Persona 4 Golden. And that only just beats out Persona 5. Uh, You know, just better characters, better character interaction. But Persona right at the top. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate comes in at number two, and Brawl used to be three, but this is just a better game overall, so that kind of moves up and takes number two. Number three is Wind Waker HD, The Legend of Zelda. For me, the biggest one before this was the Wind Waker HD announcement, and that was during a Nintendo Direct. I was at work watching, and so I can't verbalize the excitement So this one was very similar in that regard. As you mentioned, it's 1130 at night, Eastern time, when we're watching. My wife is asleep, uh, about to do a 4 a.m. wake up, so I dare not make a sound. I have a dog sleeping next to me, and I have the TV kind of at a low volume, so it's not too loud throughout the house. And so in both of these circumstances where it's like, Amazing dream video game news announcement happens and I can't react at all. I have to to consolidate the hype and the feelings and all that. And let me tell you, it's not unlike when you're about to pass out. I mean, like (laughs) hearing just like stops, like you're just in your head. Your vision takes a little bit of a hit. You're just so consumed by... Like, is this really happening? Like, I just I can't believe it, honestly. Like many, when that static went out, you know, first thought, like, oh, Cyberpunk, I thought CD Projekt Red wasn't going to be here. They kind of did that whole thing at E3. No, take your heart, Persona 5. I'm like, okay, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now we're in the real shit, right? Also, where was Death Stranding? Yeah, where was Kojima? They're best friends. There is no PSX, and there's no fucking E3. We'll never see Death Stranding. They're working on it this year, apparently. 
Like, it's just like Persona's here for some reason. It's yeah, like, right. yeah. So, like many, uh, just seeing the beginning of that trailer, I thought, okay, we'll, we'll switch. Persona 5 coming to Switch. That'd be amazing. I'd buy that game again. You heard it in our, our previous clip. Like, that would be kind of what we'd, we'd hope for. Like, that would be fantastic. Uh, watching different reactors, I heard a couple takes. One I thought was reasonable. One I thought not. The Persona 5 dancing the game just came out. Like there's no way there's another dancing game on top of it. Like get over yourself though. The people who are saying persona five arena. Okay. Maybe I can see it. When I say dancing, I just mean a spinoff. Right, right, right. I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. But some people were not meaning that. And it's just like, guys, no, some people were starting to call the smash a little bit, you know, kudos to them because I was just so in my own head about switch port and just, the fact like this is happening, I'm seeing more Persona 5 for some reason. Uh, just ignoring all of the context clues. I mean, things at the beginning of the trailer, the dialogue, like I'm just not even listening at this point. Like I'm just floored already. And so when the white rectangle shows up, I'm entirely expecting it to be a switch screen when it flips around with like a, a logo of, you know, Persona 5, red, crimson, what have you, whatever they, they're going to call it. No, it's like all the blood rushed <laughs> away from my head. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. But, you know, there were certainly giveaways. Uh, first of all, as we said, there was no Nintendo presence yet. And, you know, Keely's talking about it. it's the end of the show. Reggie was there on stage at the beginning with that amazing moment of the three console heads that was really cool great great moment so like we know reggie's there like he's got to have some other purpose of being there right we thought it'd be metroid he loves metroid metroid prime 4 trilogy etc no they hadn't had a presence yet e10 plus the esrb rating in the lower left corner at the beginning of the video and then followed by persona 5 that should have been the biggest red flag of them all like those don't match persona's a rated mature game smash obviously E10 plus. And then also the disclaimer of does not represent final game footage. Whenever we start seeing that in trailers now, we need to be very skeptical. We need to be very aware (laughs) that things are not what they seem. And then, of course, if you actually were listening to the dialogue, whether it's in headphones or whatever, when they're talking about we've been invited, like, boom, that's like a a key word for Super Smash Brothers. Tony, I I can't believe it. I feel like it was just with this installment that they made that little fucking logo mean something. Mm, yeah. Like ever since Inkling saw that yeah. in their eye, yeah. like, like people know that logo, but like they made it fucking mean something this time, you know, like people saw that on a letter and they knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's really cool. Yeah. It was on the villagers invite too. It was established, but, as soon as that was in a big fiery like sky mm-hmm. eyeball reflection, it's meant something this this whole hype cycle. Yeah. And I think that's really, really cool for the series. That's a really, really good point. So as fans of Persona 5, you've platinumed Persona 5. And four. And four. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I played five extensively, loved it, loved it. Lo- just everything about Persona. So let's gush about Joker without Another one of our co-host colleagues who has not played the game, but maybe if it comes to Switch. But let's start with talking about the the character move set. Uh, what are you expecting? Uh, things in like, your know, final smashes, alternate colors. What are we expecting 
for Joker in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I honestly don't even know. I've, I've never been the like moveset guy. I'm sure like mm-hmm. um, he seems a little more physically athletic than like the other ones like you and such. Like I know you right. has a sword, but just like with his knives and all his little twirls, like he's athletic. He's, you can go to the gym. You can do you can do little pull-ups in your attic. Yeah. And um, so I'm sure he'll have a good amount of like more physical moves than any other like persona pro tag. Well, I haven't played four mm-hmm. three because nobody has, but, uh, <laughs> and his personas will factor into the move set, but really I have no idea. Like who knows? So yeah, in the games you're the wild card. And so you use different personas and you change them out almost like Pokemon in a way, you're kind of summoning different ones within your spirit. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be how this is implemented, though. Uh, I could totally see be special moves related to personas, but if it's just Arsene doing different things, that's fine. Like for an up B, like giving him wings briefly, or just you know summoning just some sort of attack for a neutral B. I, I could see that happening, but yeah, a lot of different you know physical attacks, kind of stealth based, probably a gun related attack, almost like a, a bayonetta sort of thing. It won't be like a you know gun gun, but you know kind of little little magic to it. They've kind of got to walk that fine line when you talk about you know snake and bayonetta and all that. Joker has a gun attack as well, pistol. His final smash is going to be that thing from from the end of the game. Oh, <laughs> really? You think? Oh yeah, no. What else could it be? All out attack. Oh, that'd be cool too, just to see everybody. Yeah, I think. Whether they just pick the ones that are like the most popular or they just randomize your different party members, I think it fits the cinematic sort of attack where they just, you know, kind of gang up. Uh, I think it, it makes too much sense. Uh, it's got to be all out attack. I would prefer that just to get everyone there. Yeah. It, it always makes me happy when Mega Man does his. And it's like, look, there's Proto Man back yeah, there. It's just yeah. cool. It's just nice. Absolutely. And so. I wonder what, when they do Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Cross Persona 5, I wonder what they mean. Do they really go in full with, is it only just Persona 5, or are we opening things up a little bit to the Persona series wider as a whole? Uh, so when it comes to the different alternate costumes, colors, what have you, are we just doing different colors based on the different P5 party members? Or are we mixing things in like use school uniform from four or even uh, Joker's school uniform from five or a velvet room attendant outfit? Like it's it's kind of walking that fine line of how much they're going to open up to the franchise, which either way I'd like understand or it's whatever they want to do. Like I'm I'm really content with whatever the fuck they want to do, but. I do hope there's music from the series as a whole yeah. and not just five. If you do music from just five, I'm still over the fucking moon. Sure. But I love all the music in like four and three. I want that last boss music from three more than anything, to be honest with you. Hell yeah. I, I was just going to say, you know, battle for everyone's souls. You got to, if you're reaching out into <laughs> reaching out to the truth <laughs> into yeah. four and three, you got to go. Yeah. That final boss from, from persona three. Uh, absolutely. But if there were music from five, I think we got to first talk about the stage, to be honest, because I think the stage kind of sets the tone of what the music could be. For me, number one with a bullet of what the stage should be is Casino. That's what a lot of people say. Yeah. I think I'm down for that. It opens the game. It's near the end of the game. It's very sort of symbolic with some of the different music tracks. 
first let's consider what some of the other possible stages could be. Uh, you know, you could have a velvet room. You could have a Shibuya square. You could have the school. There are certainly different options. I think the mementos too. Okay, oh, heaven forbid. There's mementos. What? Uh, it's just it's just dark and not in the Dracula's castle kind of way. You know what's funny? I, I like that though. I think that music track loops like quicker than any of them. But I'm like, man, I'll listen to this all day. I don't give a fuck. Mm-mm-mm. They should put a little radio in Morgana. Somebody go back in time and pitch that to somebody. Yeah, yeah do do that. So as far as music tracks go, um, if we just say we're going to do the Square Enix route and say only two music tracks, one would obviously be Life Will Change. And that's the instrumental version of the one that's that's what opened up the trailer for those wondering. Uh, there is a vocal version uh, that's, to me, I think better. I would prefer that one, to be honest, but you know, we'll see. I don't think we're going to have this problem, so I think mm-hmm. you'll get both. I think you'll get the battle music. I think you'll get the yeah. ambush music. I think you'll get the boss music. I think you'll get the last boss music. I think you'll get Tokyo Emergency. I think you'll get... Wow. Man, do you remember when 15 was coming out? Yeah. And they like released that survey. Like It's just got all these questions about Final Fantasy and like their games. It's like, hey, do you think... Let's just say, hypothetically, that it came out the same day as I don't know Persona Five. Which one would you buy? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, Square Honey. <laughs> you don't <No>. even know. <laughs> and then they delayed it. But I really do think there is a rivalry between those. Mm. I feel like Persona will be like, here's fifty fucking tracks <laughs> just to throw shade. That would be amazing. Also, I don't know if people thought of this, but we can make Cloud and Joker fight, and that's pretty fucking oh, cool. Oh, hell yeah, man. For the JRPG like fans in us, like that's kind of crazy. And that's why everyone says, like, you know, where's Persona 5 on Nintendo? And it's like, well, technically Persona Q2 came out at the end of November in Japan on 3DS. No Western confirmed release yet. So it's it's a stretch. But it all goes back to, you know, we were talking at the beginning of all these, you know, DLC predictions and whatnot. Nintendo showed everyone how to do the DLC crossover in a fighting game with Wii U. And now you're seeing Tekken 7, you're seeing Soul Calibur 6, and they're, they're doing some interesting things, but now the king's back. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo is making some interesting moves with that. I mean, Reggie, after the Game Awards, basically said, quote, it's emblematic of the approach that Mr. Sakurai and the team are taking with the DLC. He wants characters that are unique, different, to bring them into the Smash Brothers environment. So it's going to be tremendously exciting. The idea is that, you know, they picked out the five, and we were wondering, like, oh, gosh, is it going to be just the Nintendo promotion? Oh, geez, well, what what is this going to be? And then they picked... This one specifically to give people a taste of what they're planning. Yeah. And that's that's crazy. Nintendo is back on this. If every character is mind-blowing like this, I can't wait for what this means. My buddy that I've mentioned on the show before that really wants Dixie Kong came over. And I've explained all this to him that night. And I'm like, I don't think you're getting Dixie Kong. I'm so no. sorry. <laughs> no. I think they're going to be bombshells like this one, if not more. I think this one just hit us more because we're fans of the series. Oh, absolutely. It hit that perfect blend for sure. But now when you look at, you know, things like, I mean, Goku, we've joked about it for the whole run of the show. Man, Goku's in play, man. Goku's chances increased. It can happen. Uh, You know, it may be from zero to 1%, but 
his chances increased at the end of this. I want to go on a little tirade here about just what this means for the series. Yeah. Not smash like persona. Oh, because okay. my fiance was, she listens to me rant about the business a lot because I'm really fascinated by that aspect of video games. And like one, did you hear it sold 1.3 million copies in Japan mm-hmm. in the first weekend? Yep. That's fucking crazy numbers for Japan. That is not normal, especially for console gaming. Cause it was kind of going to the wayside there. But since this is a handheld and since it's smash, it's been a little different, but Japan, like I know people over here are just like persona's cool. And like, it's got this niche audience, but like in Japan, it's like fucking Mickey mouse over there. Persona is huge for that announcement there. I bet they lost their fucking minds too. Like more so than well, like us, but like on a more national level of just like Jesus this is a big fucking deal. I mean, that those games take place in Japan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what this means for the fan base in America, I think, is really big, too. The fact that they announced it at an American event is mm. kind of crazy to me. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they went back and forth with, like, where do we want to do this? And I feel like maybe that was Atlas, like, pushing more in the West. Yeah. Because Smash, like, affects sales of series. Like, it does. Fire Emblem wouldn't be shit without those two in melee like Marth and Roy, both of Mars. And like, it's just a big fucking deal for the series as a whole. Not even just here everywhere. Like people are going to know more about persona here or everywhere because of that. You yeah, know, like, yeah, that's really exciting. It's just a big deal for the series as a whole. And I'm really fucking happy more so than that than anything. And I think you will get your switch port eventually. For like, sure. I think yeah. it'll happen. I, I think that's, that's really going to happen. What characters, I mean, we talked about Goku and his chances improved, but he would be one certainly, but which other characters are now like, this is possibly in play and this would be even more of a Megaton than Joker. I think we all go to Banjo. I could see Rayman, but I don't, this is the weird thing with Joker when they said this is the tone they're setting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is it going to escalate from here? Because like Rayman's not like, an escalation to me i'd be very excited for rayman i'd be very happy for rayman but you'd almost like have to go master chief or some shit yeah for a microsoft character i think that's that'd be a big one to have the first western third party and at that point yeah it's banjo you gotta have banjo i mean if if it's a minecraft you know steve what have you sure yeah master chief would just be totally mind-blowing like that'd just be crazy but also disappointing that picked that in favor of Banjo. I don't think Sakurai would do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Square Enix front, if the Disney wall came down. Sora's the big one. That would be the one thing that could top this. Uh, I could you know, see whether it's Chrono, whether it's a Dragon Quest representative, whether it's Neku Sakuraba from World Ends With You. Like, yeah, those are, are possible. I could see those. But if we're talking about shock the world must have dude if if sora gets in this game what the hell yeah um that's the big character if you will like i think that get through this game that would make people freak out more than anything other than that i still really want gino but like and people would be very excited for gino but i feel like it would not have the like boom that they would want for an announcement right because i'm sure people would be excited but i think masses as a whole like don't remember that game <laughs> like we do yeah 
So I, I think you got to open up the possibilities a little bit more now. And like, that's a dangerous precedent to set. But man, if, if they're going to try this whole idea of we're going to surprise people and this has got to be must have, uh, watch out. And it's going to be worth, you know, doing these little mini episodes here. Mm-hmm. Let's run through a couple mail time questions real quick to wrap things up. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First of two questions comes from Exelev. With Nintendo better embracing the competitive Smash scene and the fantastic Joker reveal at the Game Awards, do you think this will be the year we finally see a character reveal at Evo? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see how they roll it out, right? It's certainly possible. I mean, Piranha Plant has some work done. And so mid-February, whether it's you know February 15th to line up with the Amiibo, we can expect that, I think. But after that, I don't know, maybe... E3, they do like another tease of a character and then say, Joker, here's his gameplay trailer and he's ready today. It's going to be a while until, you know, these five start to roll out. I could see it more than I could in recent years because of how they did Joker, the VGAs. But if it is at Evo, I think they would do it in a similar vein where it's like another fighting game character possibly yeah. and they pretend like it's just a fucking trailer for something else again. Yeah. I could see that. Yes. But uh, yes. if they didn't get a crazy pull from like, I don't know, Tekken or there you got street fighter. I don't know. You know what I mean though? That kind of pool, like who would be a big, like fighting game rep, like from not street fighter. If they do Tekken for Namco. Like that would be, or gosh, yeah, it's a good point. Excellent points out Scorpion. If they do Mortal Kombat, <laughs> I can't see that. God damn, that'd be crazy. Um, no, it'd be interesting if, God, it'd be another Sega character. I was just thinking if like everyone's been wanting Kazuma Kiryu from Yakuza for our uh, Tekken and like mm. he missed the boat on season two for that. But if that came up and people were thinking it was like a Tekken thing and then it turned out to be for Smash, oh my God. That'd be that'd be incredible. I was thinking about the the. I don't want to go back to the Joker reveal, but like it seemed like a crazy thing. Like it's like, how did they get Joker? But then and like Atlas is left alone to do what they like want, really. Mm-hmm. But they are owned by Sega, and yes. I forget that a lot. Yes, and Sega doesn't fuck with them. They let them do whatever they want. Not that I think Sega is a bad company. They've mismanaged the fuck out of Sonic, but that's it's <laughs> neither here nor there. But they let Atlas do what they want. But they did, like, we're friends with Nintendo. We're giving them Joker for their fighting game. Like, I'm sure that was more Sega than, like, Atlas. And, you know, that means, like, do the other third parties have to balance it out? Like, if Capcom gets another rep, I mean, is it is it Dante? Or, I mean, because at this point, it'd be like, oh, well, ho-hum. Of course, if Monster Hunter happened, it would, wouldn't make sense. I don't know if it'd be a must-have there. But if you're talking, like, Dante, mm-hmm. maybe that might get some people more interested. I wish more Mega Man characters were on the table, mm. but they kind of gave them all different roles in this game. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Does 2B count as a square rep, Love says in the chat? Yes, 2B would. That'd be weird. That's just a matter of, do they want to have it both in Soul Calibur? Because it's a couple days away from, from that release date. I don't think she fits there. I don't know, yeah. She just looks weird really weird compared to everyone else also i'm cool with like 
all these anime characters, but can we like evolve past like they're just anime characters with a sword? <laughs> That's what Layton would probably end up being for his main attacks. Joker has a big old monster and a little knife, at least. Like, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, when just getting back to the question, wrap it up quickly for that one. You just got to watch like every event. Uh, get ready for any any Nintendo Direct, right? Any big tournament? I mean, Genesis, I guess, is coming up pretty big here. That's one of the bigger Smash tournaments. I don't think we're getting anything there. Uh, it's a little too soon, but uh, throughout the year, just brace yourselves and people. If you can start recording yourselves, I love these reactions, and it's a shame that <laughs> a lot of people weren't expecting uh, this one to happen. So yeah. There, there are some good reactions out there, but you know some of the the standbys didn't really do that. Other mail time question here from Nightcrawler: If Nintendo were to release a free DLC including just one returning stage other than Pac Maze, what would you want it to be? Actually, replied in that thread and said Pokey Floats. Pokey Floats, said, man. Pokey floats. What I typed out actually. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, but I'll, I'll throw a shout out to Rainbow Road. Like mm. that stage was really nice on 3DS, and I'd really like to see it brought into HD. But yeah, Poke Floats, do that one for sure. Just add new Pokemon. Like, yeah. Just do whatever. Yeah, just, just blow up the models and just fam fucking. It has. It doesn't even have to be coherent. It's just. It's just weird and funny across all seven generations. You can make it work. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Call it Poke Floats too. It worked for Pokemon Stadium too. <laughs> Picto Chat as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know that that was a fun one to throw, and I just kind of wanted to toss yeah. it in there. Uh, so yeah, that'll kind of wrap up this this little episode, kind of in an interstitial here. We were talking about you know doing the the video review, hopefully at the end of the month uh, down in Louisville. So we're looking forward to that. I can't wait to have a day off. Yeah, I know that'll be nice, right? <laughs> Jesus. December at EPS, what are you going to do? But yeah, we'll come up with these little mini episodes here and there for each uh, DLC character announcement. Just to kind of think where our head's at. You know, where does this change uh, the future DLC characters? Uh, it's super exciting. The hype cycle continues. Uh, so on behalf of everyone, you can follow Super on Twitter at Solharoth. Tony is on Twitter at Tony, T-H underscore G-H-H. You can find me on Twitter at Pete Speakeasy. Tony, I don't know when the next little mini show here will be, but uh, we'll we'll be here whenever it is. We don't know when anything will drop, so yeah. we'll just keep our eyes open. Uh, for everyone with that, I am Yoko. We're out. We'll see you next time. Show me your news!